Hi guys, and welcome back to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie Dudley Barbieri. I am the host of this podcast, the face and voice behind the blog and brand, The Pilates Blonde. I also own a group performer studio in Royersford, Pennsylvania called Studio B Pilates. How on earth are you? How are you? Uh, I am really loving this series, the Foundations of Fundamentals series on Sweat Thrive Glow, because I feel like this is where the fitness industry tends to do, the health and wellness industry in general, tends to uh, skip over uh, the basics right? You can't build a solid house on a sand foundation. And I feel like there's a lot of nonsense and bro science and fake science and um, influencers who aren't qualified to teach you how to engage. Like it's just, there's a lot of nonsense. And so what I want to do is weed through it and make it really, really simple for you. My job is to simply make your life better. My job is to improve the quality of your life. It is to increase your confidence. It's to make sure that if you have grandchildren one day, you can still play tag with them on the playground. Okay, that is my job. All I want for you is for you to be the happiest, healthiest version of yourself and weed through the internet garbage because you can Google your way to basically anything. Um, There's a lot of really popular fad diets out there that maybe you'll lose weight really, really quickly. (coughs) Keto. Um, And then you rebound gain weight and maybe you have some inverted T waves on your next EKG. Um, If you do not have epilepsy or like PCOS and you're not being heavily monitored by a cardiologist, maybe just like don't do something like keto. Um, Maybe just add in one, one extra vegetable in a day. Okay, and it doesn't even matter if you eat broccoli for five days if you're if that's new for you, right? Um, tangible tips. So I want to go uh, subject by subject and give you some little tips and tricks for the four the four pillars of fitness uh, that I like to focus on when working with a new client. The first one is always sleep. If you are not sleeping, you are not recovering, you are not functioning properly, your hormones aren't in balance, your circadian rhythm is off, which means the way that your body is functioning is all wacky, okay? Sleep is your foundation. I can function really well on six to six and a half, maybe seven hours of sleep. That's a sweet spot for me. Anything more than that, I'm a nightmare. Anything less than that, I am a nightmare. I naturally wake up at 4 a.m. That started when I was in nursing school. We would have clinicals. I live in the suburbs of Philly, and that's where my nursing school was, too. Um, And sometimes I would have to be at clinical at 5 o'clock in the morning, 5.30, um, and it would be an hour drive, and I would have to wake up before then. So if you back your way into that, I was waking up at like 3.30 sometimes. Um, So I had to become a morning person. And then I was a nanny for a physician. She was working seven to seven shifts and I had, she lived an hour outside the city. So I had to be there really early. Uh, So I am used to going to bed early and waking up early. That is what works well for me, my body, my lifestyle, my brain. Um, So making sure that you're getting the right amount of sleep for your body plug that into your schedule 
and stick to it as well as possible. I have really found that turning my phone off, this is such a lame tip, uh, but turning off TikTok before bed is really helpful. I like having a conversation with my husband, uh, checking in with him, seeing what our plans are, what we need to tackle for the next day, um, and just really shutting down and having like a little bit of a connection before we go to sleep is really helpful for me. I also have a diffuser next to my bed. Um that I diffuse some essential oils. I take a disgusting amount of melatonin, which I definitely need to discuss with my doctor, but that is besides the point. Um, and I just like to shut down for the night. I also use the Calm app. I have used it for, I don't know, probably four or five years. Um, it's very important to me. I just heard something weird in my ears. Um, I just opened up the Calm app. I like the uh, deep sleep release and the drifting off of gratitude. Those are the two that I like the best. And I wanted to make sure that I got the names right for you. So if you could hear some ocean sounds, that's what that was. Uh, the calm app, melatonin, a little connection with my husband lights out. Uh, we also have a six month old baby. So our sleep is kind of broken. Uh, she's teething. So she usually sleeps through the night, but it's been a a rough few nights. Um, and I've realized just how valuable sleep is. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, tip number two, tip number one, get consistent with sleep. Tip number two, increase your water intake. It doesn't, I'm not even giving you a number. I'm not even saying, uh, divide your body weight time. No, if you are not a water drinker, just drink more water, drink more water. It's that simple. Do not add in pressure to drink a gallon or four gallons when you are just getting started. If you make it so that you have to sleep X amount of hours and you have to burn a number, uh, a certain number of calories, or you have to eat a certain number of calories, and you have to drink this gallon of water, and you have to read a book. If you're new to this whole journey, that's overwhelming. And it also sets you up for failure. It sets you up to fail if you change too many things at once and it's overwhelming and it's not, it's not your fault. It's the changes too soon's fault um, and therefore you're not going to be successful. So we're going to focus on just little four things, four things, sleep, hydration, increase your water. Um, If you are driving in to the office now, I like to drink a bottle of water on my way to the office and a bottle of water on my way home two days a week. My long days, I go into the studio two separate times. So that ensures that I drink four bottles of water. I talk a lot uh, while I'm teaching, and that is something that has been very beneficial is making sure that on my increased teaching days that I increase my water intake, increase your water intake. Okay, let's talk about nutrition. I am not going to dive too deep in on this one just because it's so personal, but here's, here's my tip for you. Protein at every meal, if possible, and increase your veggies. That's it. Don't worry about taking things out. Don't worry about taking out processed sugar at first. Don't worry about taking other things out of your diet. Just simply add in the beginning. If you are eating broccoli and you're adding it in, adding it in, adding it in, that's a nice chunk of fiber. And let me tell you, sister, you are going to be full. You're going to be full. So maybe if you used to eat six pieces of cookie dough after dinner, well, now that broccoli's taking up a lot of room. She's taking up space, okay? And now you're only having two things of cookie dough or one little bowl of cookie dough. That's it. 
That's a nice little adjustment that you made right there without going buck wild and crazy and throwing everything away and putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And if you don't hit your calories, I don't count calories. I haven't tracked calories or macros or anything in a very, very, very long time. It it didn't work well for me. Um, It was very difficult to track everything that I put in my mouth and it just, it didn't feel healthy. Um, It it didn't work for me. Um, So I don't do it. If you are really confused if you are really confused as to uh, how to improve your diet, maybe keep a food journal for a week just for perspective. Everything that you put in your mouth, write it down. Maybe not analyze the calories and things like that because calories don't equal nutrition. Do we know that? Do we know that a Coke Zero um, has zero calories in it but is not good for you? And a smoothie or like a, a kale smoothie, like Berries kale might have like 200 calories in it and it's like really good for you. So please don't ignore, please ignore uh, calories for the sake of health. Um, Like those little 100 calorie packs of like Chips Ahoy cookies. It's a fucking Chips Ahoy. It's a Chips Ahoy cookie. It doesn't matter. Like eat a real cookie and enjoy yourself. Like go to a bakery and get a good cookie, not eat a stupid 100 calorie pack because it's 100 calories. Ew, miss me with that. It doesn't even taste good. Just give me real cookie dough. Sweet Lawrence, please. Um, Anyway, uh, let's go to movement. This is my passion in life um, is helping people move better because humans are meant to move. Humans are meant to move. Our brains function better with movement. It is scientifically proven that our brains work better with movement. Actually, this book that I have revisited a few times, um, Spark, talks about, has a, about a high school who implemented gym class before, before the school day started, especially for kids who needed extra help in reading and math. And what they found was these students were testing off the chart and their focus was incredible and that their brains functioned so much better, so much so that they now have like... 18 different options for gym class, and they always put gym before a student's hardest subject. Actually, these students, when they graduate high school, this is the coolest thing, from fifth grade through graduation, so from what, like 10 to 18, they have their health tracked by their universe or by their school, and when they graduate high school, they are handed their whole health history. And not only do these gym classes teach you working together in partnerships and games and things like that, what they actually teach you is how to create fitness for life. Um, They teach you how to put together a really well-rounded exercise program for your body, cardio, strength training, agility, flexibility, mobility. All of these things are super duper important for the for the length of your life, um, if you're really strong and not flexible, power lifters is tends to be, uh, I don't want to go into like generically speaking about people, but if you're really, really strong, chances are you're not working on your flexibility as much. Um, just like if you are a marathon runner, you're probably, probably not deadlifting 500 pounds. You just don't carry the muscle mass because it doesn't make sense for your sport. Uh, My goal is to make people as well-rounded and as healthy as possible, increase their mobility, decrease their risk of injury, and teach them a little something about anatomy, okay? So what I sell, what I do for a living, is improve people's quality of life and increase their confidence 
through movement. That's what I do for a living. Uh, the way in which I choose to do that is with reformer Pilates because it is safe. It keeps your body in alignment um, by taking gravity out of your body and putting your appendages in straps. Um, I can get you to work the muscle fibers that are deepest to your internal organs, deepest to uh, the furthest away from the surface, the harder ones to uh, get in there and work, um, and therefore increasing your confidence. Here's what I would recommend for movement. I would recommend cardio two to three days a week. I don't do cardio more than 30 minutes. I don't do cardio for more than 30 minutes, two to three days a week. I prefer to spin. Um, I have the soul cycle bike at home, so I don't do cardio really outside of the house, or I'll do a body weight hit workout, um, box jumps, dumbbell thrusters, snatches, things like that. Dumbbell snatches, um, burpees, ropes, things that make me feel really strong and like an athlete. That's how I prefer to do my cardio. Um, I don't sprint out of the saddle. I don't find that it is healthy for your joints. Um, and I also can't keep my core tight. So I do all of my sprints in the saddle. Um, that's cardio strength training, resistance training, anything that is putting tension against your body. Super duper important if you are a woman. Super duper important if you are a woman. Uh, I love seeing women in the weight room. Women lifting weights just does something for me uh, because I love strength. Uh, Pilates is consistent considered resistance training because the springs do work against your body. Um, I would use Pilates as a supplement to weight training. I notice that I lift way safer, way better when I am practicing Pilates, but I do, I do nothing replaces a barbell. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Um, if you are, if you are a human being with a body, you should be doing resistance training for your bone health. There's this thing called Wolf's principle where, uh, when muscles, ligaments, and tendons pull on actual bone tissue, it increases bone production, which increases bone density, which decreases your risk for osteoporosis and breaks and falls and things like that. So it's really important. Um, and then some sort of recovery, yoga, Pilates, stretching. Who doesn't love a yin class? If you don't know what yin is, it's a form of yoga that you can do in your pajamas. You literally can lay on a pillow. It's amazing. Um, it's, uncomfortable in that you are sitting with your thoughts and you're sitting in hip openers. Um, and it's for extended periods of time that you're sitting in these poses. But again, if you are a weightlifter or if you are a runner, oh my God, you need yin. It's so good for you. Um, and then my last bit of advice for that is making sure that whoever you are working with is qualified, making sure that they have the proper certifications, that they are coming well recommended. Um, if you are doubtful, literally just ask them for their certifications. I don't think that uh, I worked really hard for mine, so I have no problem um, showing proof Um of my certs and then doing a little research into the cert. Was it a weekend cert? Was it a five month situation? Was it a 200 hour situation, a 700 hour situation? Um, do they have an entire degree to back them up? Um, a kinesiology degree is something that's really valuable. Um, NASM, ACE, Peak Pilates, Balance Body. Uh, these are all companies that are really, really great. Um, yoga, there's a lot of different certifications. Um, like I have a friend who literally went and got certified in Thailand. Now she lives in Hawaii. So if you're in Hawaii, uh, go find my friend Leah. She's excellent. Um, if you're local, 
the studio where I rent space out of Corfit has the best yoga I've taken, like, ever. Um, I'm a little partial to this woman named Beth Mitchell, if you've ever taken her class before. She's amazing. Okay, tangible takeaways. Uh, Creating healthy sleep habits, making sure that you are getting the right amount of sleep for you, um, and creating a nice nighttime routine. Again, I like to take some melatonin, read a little bit, connect with my husband, and pass the heck out. Uh, Increase your water intake. My hot tip, especially if you are going in and out of the office, is to drink a bottle of water on the way there and then one on the way home. When it comes to nutrition, add in extra vegetables, add in extra protein. Don't worry about tracking or counting. Just add in a little bit, a little bit at a time. These are generic overviews of just basic ways that you can improve your health today, today. And then my last and final tip is get moving. Get moving. It is so important as human beings that we get out and we move. Um, Book a class, go to the gym, take a walk. If you have stairs in your apartment building, run up and down your stairs. We are in a three-story house right now. And if I'm in the basement and the baby's crying upstairs in her room, like I break a sweat. Okay. Run up and down a flight of stairs, uh, go to a park and just run around, play soccer, uh, three on three basketball, just move, move, move your body and you will feel so good. I hope that some of these tips and tricks helped. I am really working on consistency when it comes to this podcast. Um, I'm really, really working on connecting with you guys and making sure that you know just how much I value you. Now I was thinking we could do something fun. Okay. Do me a favor do me a favor. And on my latest Instagram post, this, it was just for us and nobody is going to have any idea what it is. I'm going to pick a random emoji and then you're going to go comment it on my latest picture. Um, so if you search, did you guys know that there's a butter emoji? Butter, butter. You heard me, butter. Um, I want, (laughs) I want to see who is listening to this podcast all the way through and do me a favor, go to my latest Instagram post and comment some butter emojis underneath it. So I know who is listening. Um, and then feel free to slide in my DMS, uh, with any topics that you want me to cover. I will be going deeper in on each of these subjects. But if you have a specific question about sleep, hydration, nutrition, or movement that you want me to address on the individual podcast episodes or anything else, what do you guys want to know? What do you guys want to hear about? I will do the research. I pay for like peer reviewed study, like library sources. So I will do the research and report back. Slide into my DMs. You guys, I appreciate you more than you could ever know. Go comment a butter emoji on my Instagram. Make good choices. Look both ways. I love you the dang most. Bye, guys.